Hello, welcome to another episode of the Divinely You podcast. My name is Sarah Waggle. I'm the host and the founder of Divinely You, which incorporates everything about you that makes you divinely unique. So to introduce myself, I am a coach. I'm a Reiki practitioner. I am a author, an author, a author, an author. <laughs> I'm a fitness and nutrition enthusiast. I'm an accessible tech hobbyist, and I'm an artist and a crafter, notably crochet. I wanted to bring this episode um, for two reasons. A, as a little bit of an introduction to myself, because I know I have quite a few new listeners recently who don't know me um, and don't know my background, um, but I also wanted to use it as a way to sort of um, show um, a coaching, some coaching nugget, um, and that is the idea of being um, able to choose and, and having the power to choose um, for yourself uh, and how your life goes. So um, a little over 10 years ago, well, it's been, a, it, so I started 11 years ago. Um, I had bought a house, I quit smoking, and I became a vegan kind of all in one month's worth of time. Um, and I still don't smoke. I no longer own the house and I'm definitely not vegan anymore. <laughs> um, but that's where the journey started. Uh, about a year later, I, I felt like shit about my life. I hated it. Um, I felt like I wanted to die. I thought to myself, um, I had a, a full-time job making great money, um, uh, with great benefits and I hated it. I hated my life. And I remember going into my freezer and looking at yet another frozen burrito and thinking to myself, if this is adult life, I don't want to live it. Um, because I was so miserable. The job was so much, the, the pressure was so much, my body hurt, my mental state was obviously very down. And even like my hobbies, I couldn't find the energy or the capacity to participate in them. Um, I had tried creating my own meetup group so that I'd be encouraged to go to the group. And even that, even that I had stopped attending. And so ultimately I quit my full-time job against everyone's, every, all of my friends, all my family that, you know, thought that I needed to be a big girl and pull my big girl pants up and, and stick with this job that clearly I was miserable at. And I just thought, no, I'm just not gonna. And, um, I went to a retreat actually with a friend that was, a, the treat was affiliated with the Catholic church. Um, and I had kind of an aha, um, mountaintop moment of like, oh my God, I feel so good. And I needed to quit this job because I knew it was tearing me apart. And I knew if I stayed, I was not gonna feel better. So I quit the job. Um, and was going to do with this work from home thing. And at the time I was affiliated with two network marketing companies. Uh, one was Beachbody, which I'm sure you're all familiar with, or at least many of you. Um, they provide in-home workouts and a lot of nutritional supplements and whatnot. Um, and the other one was called Compass Coaching. And so as I was getting ready to quit my job, I had gotten involved with life coaching. And um, so I was working with Compass Coaching and eh, loosely working with Beachbody, but mostly not really. <laughs> um, 
And so what happened after all of that, like Compass eventually went away. I believe it went bankrupt in 2012. Um, so they didn't last too much longer. And I eventually quit Beachbody because I just couldn't find a way to make it work. And so what happened at that point was I sort of dived into a place of being victim because now I was on a fixed income, so I couldn't make extra money because that would mess with my fixed income and I couldn't, you know, go be a waitress or a cab driver or Uber driver or whatever. I don't think there was Uber then. I don't know when Uber started, but anyway, <laughs> um, you know, I couldn't do the, the daily, so I was victim to that. Um, I was victim to the fact that I could not do those jobs. I was victim to the fixed income. I was victim to being blind and I couldn't drive and I couldn't do this and I couldn't do that and um, all of the things, right? I couldn't do like administrative assistant. Um, I couldn't do this. I couldn't all because I was blind. Um, and so I was very victim to it and I didn't have any money. So I was victim to that. And so um, I eventually got an associate's degree in personal training, thinking that that was going to change my life. Um, <laughs> and it did. I had a blast and I met some life like friends that I'm still friends with today, seven years later. Um, and I did work as a fitness trainer for a bit. And, um, and, uh, a couple of years went by and a friend invited me to check out accomplishment coaching. And I was like, yes, I'm like, I haven't been involved with coaching in a long time and I miss the work. So I went to observe accomplishment coaching. And if you have the opportunity to observe comp accomplishment coaching, take it, go observe it. Um, I call it a coaching on steroids because that's what it felt like to me. It took coaching to a whole new level. And so I became a guest client with them and I worked with their coaches, um, I wanted to do the program, but I was also stuck in victim mode. I didn't have the money to pay for the program. So there was that victim thing again. And I was also victim to being blind because these people, why, you know, I would have to introduce a whole new group of people to working with me because I'm blind. Um, <laughs> so do you see how the cycle keeps going? I didn't have the money and I'm blind. So eventually, obviously I did do the program. I am a trained accomplishment coaching coach. Um, I did do the program and I've been working with their coaches, you know, with graduates from that program ever since, um, as my coaches and we've all grown and, and gone to new, you know, to even greater heights, some of us to Reiki, some of us to other things like writing, um, and things like that. Um, and so, you know, and then it came time to move to California. And here I was victim again, because the plan was to move to California. I was going to have the husband that was going to drive us to California and I'd have, or I'd have the job that was going to catapult me to California. And I didn't have either of those, but I still wanted to go to California. Um, as I turned 40 and I was like, I, I don't want to do Chicago winter anymore. I'm just done. I'm over it. I'm, I'm, you know, as I was walking to the, the, the train one day, I was like, I really just don't need to do this anymore. Um, you know, and in icy cities like that, they don't shovel the sidewalks very well and they can be awfully slippery. And, um, I'd be victim to that. And so finally I owned it. I was like, okay, I'm going to live here one more winter and then I'm, I'm done. 
And so the winter that I turned 40 was when I bought the one-way ticket. Um, getting past all of my victim-y stuff about there not being a job and not being a husband. Uh, <laughs> you know, and choosing to take on the journey. And between moving to California and then coming back to Illinois and then coming out here to Arizona... Um, pretty much all my victim shit has gone away <laughs> because my life became about choosing. And so when I was in my coach's training program, you know, everyone, you know, all, you know, throughout the program, you know, the, the reminder was, what do you want your experience of life to be? And everybody had their answer, you know, maybe they wanted it to be fun or playful or, they wanted it to be exciting or they wanted it to be whatever. I wanted joy because joy was something I had not experienced for an extended period of time. So I didn't know what that felt like to experience joy because all I had experienced through most of my life was depression. So I'm like, I want my life experience to be joy. And it took a lot of coaching to get to the point where I could choose to be joyful. And so, um, I bring all of this to you, my own story of how I used to be this power victim to my disability and power victim to not having money to 2020, probably being the year that I have thrived the most personally and professionally and in every other way. Now, I did just go to the doctor and I like found out that my vitamin D level was low and some other things were low. And I was like, oh, shit, how'd that happen? Like, I thought I was doing so great. Um, but even if you are in the sun, you, you really can't get enough sun to, uh, to get the vitamin D that you need without supplementing. Um, so, but I, like, as soon as I found out, I took immediate responsibility and like, okay, I'm going to pop, you know, get the supplements. Um, but in many other ways, I have thrived. You know, my business has done well. Divinely You was launched this year. Um, you know, I've tackled a lot of breakdowns and breakthroughs. Um, you know, I found my voice as far as my beliefs and whatnot um, and uh, all those things. And so here's what I want to like cycle this back to. And I even want to um, read to you. Um, a little ex excerpt from, um, a document about being a victim. Um, so let's see. All right. The victim deals in force, control, waiting, and running. The victim gets agreement from those around him or her about how bad things are and about how the victim is really doing the best they can. The victim seeks advice. The victim looks for rescue. The victim comes from interpretation disguised as facts. The victim cannot be who they really are because of all of the stuff that is going on in their life. 
they are extremely busy or overwhelmed, life and relationships are hard, there is pressure. And so I want you to think back to, and this is directly from a document from Accomplishment Coaching, um, about being a victim. So I want you to think back to my story. I was constantly looking for people to understand that I was blind and I couldn't do this or that or the other thing, or I couldn't get the money because I had a fixed income or whatever it was. Um, and so, and I always wanted people to agree with that and understand that, right? Because if I call a blind person up and say, hey, I am so pissed because blah, blah, blah isn't working out. And these sighted people don't understand that I'm blind. And I'm going to tell you what I learned from working with a shitload of coaches on them understanding my circumstance, my situation, is that my disability is just a circumstance. It exists in my world. And the more I use it as my crutch, the more I was victim to it. Because all I had to do was, hey, explain to people, hey, I need this to be accessible for me to be able to use it. Or I would love to empower myself to do this thing for myself, except that would actually be of a disservice because it would be, you know, it wouldn't be effective. So it's just easier to ask for someone to support me in getting this task done. Right? I dropped the idea that I needed to prove anything to anyone. Meaning, I don't need to try to make everything in the world accessible, but sometimes it's okay to ask for support because making it accessible might actually be of disservice. Or it may not be the best, most efficient option. It's, it's, it's easier and it's more effortless to ask for help or to ask for support. Right? So I would like to invite you to look around at your circumstances and see past them. Right? Even... COVID, our current circumstance, is just a circumstance. It's just a current thing in our lives. And in many cases, so many of us can be grateful. I know I can. I can be grateful to COVID. Grateful to, grateful to 2020, that 2020 exists and that it happened the way it's happened. Because I landed here barely had a chance to meet anybody before everything went down. But look what happened was all of my stuff from Chicago and the Bay Area went virtual. So I was able to reconnect and stay connected with people because of virtual events. So my invitation is to A, look and see What is the experience you want in this life? And define it. And then look around and see 
where you can choose powerfully within your within your current situation to choose beyond your circumstances to find that that experience. Right? I was I was on a phone call recently and um the service that I was contacting um is not open to the public. It's only doing, you know, telephone or um electronic. And, um, but I was locked out of my electronic account and I needed one piece of paper and I was like coming up with all these creative ideas as to how this piece of paper could get to me, even though I wasn't allowed to go in the building. I was like, don't you have like a slot, a mail slot? You can send it out the mail slot. Um, can't you send it like underground through the doors? Like all you got to do is just slide it through the doors, coming up with all of these strategies. And not only was the person on the other end of the phone entertained by my creativity, but even my friend that was that could overhear the conversation was impressed by my creativity. It's okay. Like it didn't work out ultimately. And I and ultimately I didn't need it anyway. But my point in sharing that is like you have an opportunity to not be upset, but to enjoy the fun in something. Now, that is not to say that anger and sadness and those things don't exist because they do. I get that. That's a whole different episode. Um, anyway, so I wanted to bring you my story. Number one, number two, I wanted to share with you the difference between being victim and choosing ownership because it's kind of like you know, um, I just brought this up in my fitness group online was that, um, you know, one of the participants was like, well, I did a 30 minute workout, but the watch says that I'd only did five. Well, okay. So are you going to be, take ownership of the fact that you did a 30 minute workout and screw whatever the watch has to say? Or are you going to take ownership and be like, well, I guess I have to do something else to fill in my 25 minutes to get my full 30 minutes. Either way you go, choose and own your choice. Own and be responsible for your choice. Because if you're upset that the watch only recorded five minutes, you're a victim. you're a victim. If you're like, well, I only, you know, I did 30 minutes, but the stupid technology doesn't agree. That's, that's, that's victim. Ownership would be, I did 30 minutes. I'm done. Or ownership would also be, I need to do something else for 25 minutes. So, um, let me quickly see if I can find an excerpt from, um, the responsibility, um, real responsibility is not to be confused with blame, credit, obligation, or duty acting from a 
context of responsibility, one is concerned with the facts only as they hear, only as they bear on the next appropriate action. There is no concern about whether the facts seem to give credit or blame. It's just the facts. Um, So that's a little excerpt from the responsibility sheet from um, Accomplishment Coaching. So, you know, this is something that I have in my toolkit. So if you're someone who's interested in getting some coaching around powerfully choosing versus um, being a victim, um, you know, definitely feel free to reach out. Uh, So that was a little bit of my story. I hope that you enjoyed that. There'll be more. I'm going to be doing my own bodybuilder project coming up very soon. Um, And I hope you stay tuned because in the next couple of weeks, I'm going to have some pretty big episodes that I'm pretty pumped about. So please follow the Divinely You podcast on Instagram at Divinely You podcast. You can follow Facebook. We have Divinely You dash Sarah Waggle that you can follow me there. So um, please follow those and stay connected. Um, And um, yeah, there's tons of opportunities for you to work with me. Um, I offer one-on-one coaching um, and I offer a a program through Patreon. Um, So you can monthly subscribe to Patreon for the Habit Shifter program. That's an online program. So it's an audio file program you can get through Patreon. Um, And what else do I have? Reiki. I have multiple different types of Reiki um, from 15 minutes to 30 minutes to 60 minutes. And um, so you can jump on any of those. Um, I've also got a couple of group group coaching options coming up very soon. Um, Right now I'm doing a fitness challenge in my online fitness group. However, that might be shifting in January to a group um, type coaching setting. And so um, stay tuned. Lots of cool stuff coming. And I thank you so much for listening. And uh, I hope that you got what you needed to get out of this. And I will see you for the next episode. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Divinely You podcast.